Hi, I'm Lucas James. And I'm Jordan Ross. And we're the co-hosts of How to Scale an Agency. After scaling our own agencies to over $185,000 per month in sales and working with agencies doing hundreds of millions of dollars in revenue like Hawk Media and Neil Patel, we've made this show to interview the top digital marketing agency owners and highlight the fastest ways to scale your agency. If you'd like to join the best digital marketing agency community on the planet and let us help you scale, go to twiz.io to sign up today. What's going on, agency owners? This is Jordan Ross, founder of Eight Figure Agency. And today we got on Josh Spector, who is the publisher of For the Interest in Newsletter. He helps simplify audience and business growth for creative entrepreneurs. And I brought him on because I have a lot of questions about the newsletter space. I think it's an exceptional space to nurture audiences, to grow an audience, to grow a business, to increase MR, to increase LTV. So I think it's an amazing space. Josh, thank you so much for coming on. For everyone who doesn't know who you are and who just heard my introduction of you and they're like, what does that mean? Um, could you give us just some more context behind who you are, what you do and why newsletters? Sure, thanks for having me. I love newsletters, writing newsletters, helping people with newsletters, talking about newsletters. Uh, so happy to, to dive into that. Basically, so like you said, what I do is I simplify audience and business growth for creative entrepreneurs. And the way I do that is really there's sort of four elements. So one is my For the Interested newsletter in which I share proven strategies that entrepreneurs have used to grow their audience and business, both my own and curated stuff, all very actionable. The idea being that you read the newsletter, you learn exactly how to do something and you can go do it to improve your business or grow your audience. The second thing I do is I have a podcast called I Want to Know. And that is a podcast where creative entrepreneurs get their questions answered. And literally it is a three question. I should mention also my newsletter is a little unique and I'm sure we'll, we'll talk about this, but it's a, on weekdays, it is a one paragraph and sometimes one sentence newsletter. And then on weekends, there's a longer, on Sundays, there's a longer version. My podcast also very concise. Basically, people come on, they ask me three questions about audience business growth. We talk about each of them. I give them some suggestions in 10 minutes for each question, and that's it. No fluff, no like, tell me what you did in kindergarten, like, that's it. And then the third thing I do is uh, called Skill Sessions, which are a series of one-hour video workshops to help people do one specific thing. So there's one on uh, relevant to this conversation called the Newsletter Booster which is all about how to get newsletter subscribers in five minutes a day. And then the last thing I do is I do consulting and coaching for people that want one-on-one -on -one help. So that's sort of the way I deliver it. And it's all kind of geared to this. How do you grow your audience and business? Cool. I am so excited you're here because I have questions and mm -hmm. my audience has questions about this too. So first and foremost, why should someone care about a newsletter? I'll give context. This is something I'm newer to. I think I got mm -hmm. two, I need to double check, two or 3,000 subscribers on newsletter. Okay. And I get feedback often. I love it. We don't really convert many clients to it. So like why someone could hear them be like, why would I ever do a newsletter? So like, what's your mm -hmm. angle on the newsletter? Why should someone do it? At my audience, this audience specifically are agency owners and service-based yep. entrepreneurs. So if you could curtail it to that audience specifically. Yep. So let me let me start with this. Let's I'll give sort of my definition because I think the word newsletter gets thrown a lot. There's a lot, lot of different ways to do a newsletter too. Yeah, and it means well. different things to different people. So I think 
The first thing to understand is I differentiate newsletter from email marketing. So a email marketing is designed to extract value from an audience. A newsletter is designed to provide value to an audience. A newsletter is something that is that is content that is de that is delivered on a consistent basis. Email marketing is sporadic and you're really only sending people when you have something to sell or something you want them to do. The irony is a newsletter is the most powerful form of email marketing that there is. What most people do where they go wrong though, is they start a newsletter, but then sort of use it like email marketing, right? They're talking about themselves. They say they have a newsletter, but really they're just sending promotional sales emails to people and trying to get them to hire them. If you're an agency owner, your newsletter should not be about you and your agency. It should be about the problems that your target audience and target clients have, right? So the example, an example I've used is, let's say you're a web design agency, right? You build websites and let's say you build websites for restaurant owners, right? That's like your, your niche. What most of those people would do is they would start a newsletter talking about web design. Restaurant owners don't care about web design. That web design that. agency should have a newsletter about restaurant growth. And that will attract restaurants who want to grow, who can then hire you. They don't care about the ins and outs of the latest new WordPress thing, right? Like they don't care about that. That's what they want to hire you to do. If the goal of your newsletter, again, differentiating from email marketing, the goal of your newsletter is to attract your ideal clients, right? Which means that newsletter has to, on its own, provide value to them. Now, in this example, to carry it a little further, the obvious question is if I'm a web design, if I run a web design agency, I don't know anything about restaurant growth. How am I going to do a newsletter about restaurant growth? Well, that's where you can have a curated newsletter, right? There's experts all over and you can use Google and search and find a million different things to curate information about restaurant growth. Two things are going to happen, right? Number one, you're going to become any restaurant owner is going to sign up for that newsletter as soon as they see it right? Number two, you're actually going to learn a lot that's going to help you in your conversations because now you will by default know something about restaurant growth just from reading other people. So that's the first place that people get it wrong. You know, it can be, a newsletter can be an incredible source of clients for any agency when it's approached that way and done correctly. But unfortunately, most people don't do it that way. So let's, let's turn the tables on me. Because yes. I have very specific questions that a lot of the people in the audience, they also have newsletters. And I, I think they're mm -hmm. like me. The way I look at the newsletter, and I've looked at the newsletter, I am just, I have long form content that goes out all over the web. I am putting some of my best content into the newsletter. And the only intention I'm here to add value, which is kind of what you're mm -hmm. saying. I guess my question for you, what are the, the tricks of the trade, the general tricks of the trade within a newsletter that enable that nurturing or growth? And then conversion, because like I said, we don't really, we don't try to sell anything. We just have the buttons on the newsletter. If you're looking mm -hmm. to scale, book a call, right? It's not, it's very subtle. Mm -hmm. So what, what are those? Well, let's, do you want to, do you want to talk? We can actually do like a little sort of audit of your, of your newsletter if you want. And I'll give you some specific tips. Let's do it. Okay. Where can I find your sign up page? See that there's issue number one. I'm not really promoting it anywhere except my Twitter. Cause that's where all my traction is. Okay. So there you go. But where, so they can sign up on Twitter. What do you have, like a review uh, integration or whatever? Yeah. So if you look here, I'm just sharing my screen with you. Like it's right here. So it's crowded. You have my five best growth marketing hacks over the next five days and I'll send you one every Sunday.
Okay. So talk to me now about target audience. Who Who's your sort of ideal client? Who do you want? Agency owner. So by the way, this went up yesterday. So if you asked yeah. me this two days ago, I would be like, okay. yeah, like be, there's no way for people to find my newsletter. They automatically mm-hmm. get subscribed through Calendly. Even with this, I, the copy, I want to change a little bit. Yeah. But okay. So what owners, kind of, what kind of agency owners? So our client, our ideal client is someone who's struggling to grow because they now have a critical mass of team members that they need to either get themselves out of the operation because they're stuck or their team members need to execute or they're stressed around operation. Delivery has to do something with fulfillment operations. So they're growing, but the biggest inhibitor of their growth is either their time or their operations and their execution. Okay. So it's not just about, so like in, in what you had there, you said growth by, you know, basically your pitch for the news. So a couple of things, right? First, right now you're calling it like weekly agency hacks. I'm not saying any of this is good or bad, but every word conveys. Every word matters. Right. So when you start using terms like hacks, you're attracting people that are looking for shortcuts that may or may not be the people that you actually want. Mm, Because shortcuts conveys, I want this to be easy. I want it to be quick. I don't want to pay a lot. I'm looking to cut corners. So hacks is a, can be a dangerous word unless those are the people you want. Separate from that, weekly agency hacks doesn't necessarily say what you just said you want. That could be anything, right? That could be how to run an agency better. It could be, I don't know what kind of agency it is. I don't know what my problems are, right? Very sort of general. It doesn't talk about fulfillment operations, the stuff, the way you just sort of talked about it, right? Then subscribe to get my five best growth marketing hacks. Again, growth yeah, that, marketing. That is not what it should say at all. Right. Growth marketing hacks probably doesn't align with necessarily. So that's the first thing. The biggest problem people run into, and you see this all the time, even with a quote unquote successful newsletter, they're getting subscribers. But if it's not aligned with the people you ultimately want, you can have a quote, a newsletter that's getting a bunch of subscribers, but they're like, I'm not getting any clients out of this. And it's because your newsletter is not aligned with your business, right? So you got, so the first thing is you want to get that alignment right. Um, the next thing is, so subscribe to get my five best growth marketing hacks over the next five days, and I'll send you a new one every Sunday. So what you're sort of doing here is, it's not a lead magnet, but it, but it sort of is. And my question would be, does that matter? Or is it, you know... To me, I think about this. You want, you're pitching a transformation. Your target audience wants to get from point A to point B. Your newsletter is the bridge, right? So what's missing from this, and this is what I see, this is what so often, this is maybe the most common mistake. People present their newsletter as this is a collection of information, as opposed to saying, this is going to help you make this transformation, right? this newsletter is gonna help you go from here to here. And you need to define what that here to here is. And again, it should be aligned with what your agency is doing and your your ideal audience, right? So, and I'm just, I'm just riffing a little off what you said, so this probably won't be exactly right. But if you're looking for people that their agency's already making X amount of money, but they're having problems with fulfillment and operations, and that's stopping them from, you know, getting to the next thing. The transformation is we're going to help you clear up, get over the hurdle of your fulfillment, you know, streamline your fulfillment and operate. You're going to know the language better than me, but 
you know, become more efficient in your fulfillment and operations so you can take your business to the next level. Your newsletter, I'm guessing right now, your description of it and what it is probably doesn't reflect the pitch that you make ultimately to clients. It really should be the same thing. It's just one is a higher level of personal service. So if you get the piece, so for example, I'll take, take my business, for example, my newsletter, I give people proven strategies to grow their audience and business. Creative entrepreneurs is, is sort of my niche, right? Well, if people want to buy my skill sessions, my paid product, that's what that does. It's just a different version of it, right? If they want to hire me as a coach or consultant, they're hiring me to help be them build their audience and business. This is Jordan Ross. Booking meetings at scale month over month is hard. Over the last three years, I've been accumulating the best hacks my clients have been using to set appointments for their seven and eight figure businesses. I've taken all of these systems and now my agency, Eight Figure Agency, books 60 to 85 meetings a month. That's 15 meetings a week on average, which has supercharged my agency past the million dollar run rate. I want to help simplify lead generation for your agency, so I made a free training on how I do this. Yep, that's right. I'm giving away the entire system for free. If you want to set 85 appointments a month, go to eightfigureagency.co forward slash leads to get your free training today. That's eightfigureagency.co forward slash leads. Yeah, I think this is great, and this will be something great for my team and I, to, my director of operations who does my market, my newsletter marketing, and I think on the vehicle in which you help and the access and the, the time and focus. If it's free, it's less, but it's doing the same thing that consulting does, right? It's solving a problem and giving that clarity on how to solve the problem. Yeah, this makes total sense. So yeah, like your on your Twitter page, your header image, it says helping agency owners build seven and eight figure operational machines. Now you have to figure out how does the newsletter live up to that, but that is a better newsletter description than growth marketing hacks, which there's yeah. a million newsletters with growth marketing For hacks. For sure. And in truth, I told my director of ops, and this will be Justin, I know you're going to listen to this because I'm going to tell you too. Hmm. I think that's one where it's like my junior varsity basketball coach would always say, don't be a robot. Like we have a play. If the play hmm. breaks down, I need you to be intuitive and think on the fly. And I think Justin's a great example of like, we don't offer growth marketing hacks, right? That was from yeah. the guy we modeled it from, Lucas, who we got from. Cool. So this makes a lot of sense. Two I questions. also think one other one other note when you're thinking about it, another trap is if you look at your newsletter description and if it sounds like it could be, ideally, it doesn't sound like it could be anybody else's newsletter, mm. right? So there's a million newsletters that could say we offer growth marketing hacks. In a perfect world, you're just like I don't say like, oh, my newsletter is about the creator, right? And mine's not perfect because there's plenty of newsletters about audience and business growth and whatever. But even there, I try to add the like proven strategies part. Like, so trying to figure out ways to make it sound unique can help you because you got to give people, basically, you're trying to give people a reason. Why do they, you need the answer to the question. Why should they subscribe to you as opposed to someone else? Yeah, no, this is great. So this makes a lot of sense. There's two angles from here that I'm curious on. So like mm -hmm. you keep saying, you've mentioned help grow newsletters. I was putting energy into growing the newsletter and I was like, I'm driving people because I know I need to pull them off Twitter and pull them off LinkedIn, wherever. But how does one grow a newsletter? I have never put any effort into actually learning how do you get more subscribers because it, it hasn't been my primary intention 
up mm -hmm. until recent. How do you do that? Where, what are some of the, the ways that you so, teach people? I think it gets synced with what you're doing, right? So putting content out and all that stuff can certainly help and you can attract people and, and all of that. But let me ask you a question. Like right now, how do you typically get clients? Inbound content. So they find me through content because there's some virality on primarily Twitter. Through that content, we nurture them by answering their questions, writing content based yeah. on FAQs they have. And then we have call to actions to book a call. And then we do okay. that and we pair that with cold outreach, which on social, on Twitter and LinkedIn specifically, it's not really cold because people have seen my, they're seeing right. content. So it's kind of, that's the, that accounts, we're doing roughly 85 to 100 appointments in a month. So that's accounting for 60, 70%. Cold outreaches. The combo of the cold outreach plus the inbound content. Okay. I think on okay. Twitter alone, we'll book, we're booking over 50 appointments a month right now. Okay. So a couple of things, right? Obviously, there's a much higher leap for someone to book a call with you than there is them to sign up with a newsletter. So you're leaving people on the table because there are people that are interested in learning this More. thing, getting this transformation, but they're not ready to book a call. So those same people that are seeing you on Twitter, that are reading your content, the same ones that are that are turning into calls, there's people that aren't quite there yet who would sign up for your newsletter. And that will then ultimately lead them. They start getting the newsletter and then they're going down the road and ultimately booking a call with you and all of that, right? That's the first piece. The second thing is with cold outreach, there's a big difference between doing cold outreach and saying, hey, want to book a call with us? and saying, hey, we have a free newsletter. It seems like you're in this situation. I thought you might find it helpful. So it can help make your, your cold outreach. Again, some of those people that aren't gonna respond to the call are gonna go, oh, but I am trying to figure out my operations thing. This is where that alignment with the newsletter is super important, right? Because if they have that problem, they're gonna, they're gonna at least check it out, right? So it can help you on both of those fronts. The other thing is once you have a newsletter, one of the things I recommend is in your welcome email, like you said, you're then nurturing them and doing that. So when someone signs up, your welcome email should be a version of not just a how can I help you, but tell me about your situation and I'll give you like I'll give you some specific suggestions of things that you could do right now to improve. And I'll, I'd say about 35 to 40% of the people who subscribe to my newsletter reply to that welcome email, they are shocked when I reply back and give them suggestions because they're like, I can't, first of all, they're shocked that I even asked. They're like, I can't believe someone wants to know like what I'm doing and what my problems are, right? And when they reply back, they will tell you their life story, right? So they'll go, I'm struggling to figure this out. So now when you're having that, you now have that to be able to not only provide value to them right up front, but it's like the old, it's like lead generation on steroids, right? Because they're like, these are my exact problems. So you can pitch them the, the exact solution. One other thing I would say about that is once you have the newsletter, again, using it strategically to get clients. So for example, let's say that, like, give me an example of like one of the services that you sell. So our primary service is consulting and mm -hmm. the majority of our clients I would say 90% of our clients are doing more than 500, 600,000 annually. 70% mm -hmm. of our clients are doing more than a million annually. And we consult them on how to build better operations so they can take on more clients, retain their talent, retain their clients. Okay. So let's say this. So let's say you either find an article or write an article or do something 
about what it takes to break past the seven figure mark. You share that in your newsletter, not full text. You share a brief summary or headline, whatever, in a link. Because what you want to do is you want to see who clicked that link. Because everyone that clicked that link is trying to figure out how to get to seven figures. Interesting. Now you can follow up. So that the basically, if you use your newsletter in a strategic way, you're allowing people to raise their hand and go, I'm trying to figure out this problem, right? You can have, if, if you have a thing that says, uh, if you share an article, it doesn't even really matter what the article is because you're just trying to see who's interested in that topic, right? So if you go find an article that you curate about how to sell your business, anyone that clicked that link is considering selling their business. So now you can follow up because they don't, you know, you can see who clicks what for the most part. So you can now follow up with them with a pitch specifically about, hey, we have this new service. If you're looking to sell your business, we can help you get it in shape to, to sell. Wow. So Yeah. So you could have specific buttons to click. Mm -hmm. I don't know the technology behind this. You can roughly see, then you could segment that part of the audience. Yeah, you could automate it, but even if you don't automate it, right? Oh, even if you just, you could even if you just look at it. And message them yeah. too, right? Mm -hmm. Cool. And then the final thing, because we're coming up on time, yeah. Um, you already started talking about it, but leveraging the newsletter to book calls, we, and I could show you real quick what we have in mm -hmm. five seconds. I don't know if sure. that's valuable, but you know, everything we do in the newsletter, it's all about adding value. And there's a lot that is ugly for, for Josh's standards, but you know, it's just, mm -hmm. we're educating, we're helping them understand. And then, you know, in the, in random places, we have like a random thing here, like book a call, mm -hmm. help, right? And it's just really same thing, book a call, we have a partner and then same thing. We have a lot of buttons for call. That's it. We have the core component, we're adding the value and then like we sprinkle mm -hmm. in call to action. Button. How do you, from your angle, help people or share what's the, the number one or two tactics to monetize or get called booked from a newsletter? So there's a couple of things. I mean, one is sort of what I was just talking about where you can tailor your message Segment. based on, yeah. based on their interest. The other thing I would say, just looking at, and this is a side note, but like your newsletter is probably too long or longer than it needs to be. The longer your newsletter. And I think, by the way, I think almost everybody's newsletters too long. The longer your newsletter, the less likely people are to open it, even if it's good. In some ways, almost especially if it's good, because they go, oh, this is going to have be a ton of stuff I want to read, but I'm busy right now. I'll open it later, right? So to give you an idea from an engagement perspective, my weekday newsletter has one paragraph, sometimes one sentence, one link. My Sunday newsletter has probably 15 links and like five different articles and a couple different sections, whatever. I get more total clicks on the weekday oh, one link okay. than wow. the Sunday full one, wow. right? So more cool. total clicks. So that's the first, the first thing I would say is you can also simplify it. Also for you, do you send weekly? Only on Sundays. Once a week, right? Every week. So right. the other thing is even if you had that same content and like the content that you just showed me in that issue could probably be two or three different newsletters. So it actually lightens up the workload on you as well. The other thing is does is reduces the focus, right? So if your newsletter had whatever your sort of one, all that matters is the people that get it go, this is valuable enough for me to want to open it the next time. Yeah. So if you had your one tip or whatever of the week, to help people make that transformation we talked about, and then a plug for your services. Number one, they're going to see the plug for your services. 
They're not going to tune it out as they're scrolling past a million buttons and all that stuff. You can also tailor that plug for your services to the content and the thing. So if you're talking about ways to improve fulfillment, you can tailor it to that. So your messaging can match that. And what I would actually do if I were you is, and I didn't see exactly what your call to action is, but if you did that, so let's say you, let's say the content in the article is like, okay, here's some, you know, here's how to get better at fulfillment. Want us to take a look at your, you know, have a question. This is the other thing you can do, right? Have a question about your fulfillment struggles, reply, right? If it's always book a call, book a call, book a call, you're basically saying to people, hey, who wants to be sold to? Yeah, yeah. That, that you want to offer value because all you're trying to do is get them, get you want that next connection. You want to build, and this makes total sense because I really believe in it. When my team members, like I got emailed from someone this weekend from newsletter, I took a screenshot, I sent it to my team. The guy's like, it's a waste of your time. I'm like, no, like, you don't know where this person will be in two years. And mm-hmm. me taking the personal time and the people who read my stuff know that there's a lot of demand for my time. And I take that personal time to like give that mm-hmm. person that value. Like that makes a difference. And that, that builds a relationship too, that matters. So I really mm-hmm. believe in that. I actually really like that. But Josh, I'm looking at the time. Well, I want to respect your time. If you want to keep going and finish that one point, we can, but- I'll give you just one more thing. Cause this is, cause I get the same response to like, you know, people are like, how do you reply to all these people that reply to your welcome email with suggestions and stuff? You know, what you'll find is people have the same questions and same problems, right? So I'm able to go, oh, this person asked about how to grow newsletters. Okay. I can literally like cut and paste and go like, here's my newsletter answer. Right. And maybe I add a comment, something specific to them. But you know, the other thing is if you are creating content and other stuff, this gives you a way to surface it to people, right? Because yeah. you can go, oh, I wrote it. Listen to this podcast where we talked about how to sell your company or, you know, whatever it is. Um, so, yeah, I think it's it's really that, right? It's it's understanding, finding the alignment, making sure your newsletter is aligned and using it as a way to attract new people, which will happen if you're providing valuable stuff valuable and stuff. simplify cool. it. Again, I think most people, it's way, most Beautiful. people way overcomplicated. Beautiful. Well, Josh, this was awesome. This was a jam-packed call with a lot of value. Oh. If people have heard you and they are like, oh, I need to learn more from Josh. I want to get his newsletter. Like, Where can they find you, find your newsletter? How can they get more of Josh? Uh, you can find all my stuff at joshspector.com. You can sign up for the newsletter there, or you can go to fortheinterested.com slash subscribe and sign up there. My podcast is called I Want to Know. Uh, again, you can find it on all the platforms or you can go to joshspector.com slash podcast. And I'm on Twitter all the time at jspector, J-S-P-E-C-T-O-R. Josh, thank yeah. you so much for your time. Hopefully this LA weather becomes more LA weather like it has been over the last few days, but have a wonderful <laughs> afternoon and we'll talk soon. Yeah, you too.